I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Patrick, uh, everybody, everybody mocked the notion that Mike Conley was going to unlock Rudy Gobert's offense last night. Now they sat him for the final like four minutes yes. because because of uh, you know small ball. But Rudy Gobert last night, nine of nine, 21 points, 14 rebounds. He now has the most games of that nature where he didn't miss a shot and scored like like double doubles where you don't miss a shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, since the merger, nobody has more of those than Rudy Gobert. Nine, uh, nine shots, total distance, 16 feet, but uh, yep. that was okay. That's what you want. That's where you want him shooting from, either next to the basket or above it, one of the two, right? So, uh, yeah, I think that if they can keep him healthy, it'll probably turn out good. And now that McLaughlin's back, he doesn't have to play, uh, you know, but they play him 32, right? I think he played 32. And, yeah. uh, but they, uh, Unknown caller. Uh, oh, no. Uh, no uh, it's, uh, it's a scam. Uh, it's it's, we're back. <laughs> we're, we're back. There's five a prince. What's your money? Five one six. Who the heck would that be? Uh, it's, a, it's D'Angelo Russell calling so, to give you one last piece of his j- mind. Just sign this piece of paper and your house worries are done. <laughs> yes, that's, that, that's true. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, pretty, uh, pretty amazing uh, that that Connolly does look like he uh, certainly fits. He's 35 years old and he's had a huge number of injuries. So that makes you a little concerned and he can't shoot, but uh, you know, they don't really want that now. I guess they, they want uh, Edwards and, uh, and the other fellas, you know what they have? They got deep depth, this team, man. Like they can go nine, 10 deep. We didn't even break out Luca last night. So uh, didn't need him last night. Game. No. Didn't need, didn't need him. So, uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's an interesting uh, looking team right now. And boy, that defense they played at the end. On I mean, Kyrie went nuts, twenty six points in the quarter. But uh, how about the fact that Edwards and McDaniel's had those guys too flummoxed, so that Kyrie with three seconds to go throws the ball inside because he didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. Right? It was it was his. like sixteen seconds of they couldn't even get a shot up. No, no, McDaniel's is McDaniel's can really guard you, and he, he, he was. I mean, he did. He picked it from Luca over. There. Was that no? That was Ann Ryan Anderson picked it from Luca over there in the corner too. They finally played some defense on Luca. I wonder how that's going to work, Kyrie and him, because uh, they both want the ball, need the ball. It worked good in the fourth quarter last night, but I just I wonder how that's going to work. Yeah, they were. It was kind of weird. Well. 
at times it was like Luca would dom- Luca dominated the first half. I think mm-hmm. Kyrie had single digit points entering the fourth quarter, and then he scored yes. like twenty one in the yeah. fourth. But then at the end, the, the last possession was definitely if you had a pie chart of what happened. Ninety uh, percent of it was Jaden McDaniels, Anthony Edwards, just deciding we're going to clamp these guys. But there was ten percent. I don't know if they knew which guy was supposed to shoot. They were kind of deferring to each other a little bit, yes. and then nothing, yes. nothing happened. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was a great finish. It was a. I mean, you're twenty six up. You'd like it to be a little easier, but you knew they were going to make their run. But and then they were making shots like crazy, man. And even the guys that you weren't worried about were making shots and. Uh, it was a great finish. It was it was fun to watch. Uh, I was I got a little debate immediately about uh, NBA. Anybody who watched the end of that game and still thinks college basketball is great uh, <laughs> is an idiot. And uh, somebody brought up the Iowa Northwestern game, which I mean the Purdue Northwestern game, which was emotional, but to use a crude term. It was a bowel movement by both teams. It was unbelievable. It was awful. Purdue was terrible. Their guards stink. And uh, Northwestern has the one really good guard. It was an emotional game, and the fans all ran out. There was a terrible game. It was a terrible game of basketball. And, I mean, there's really – college basketball has just completely gone downhill. And the NBA right now is – if they choose to play – 80% 80% of their guys instead of 60% of their guys. Yeah. It's a pretty good game right now. And uh, these guys got a lot of players all of a sudden. I don't know how it happened, but they have a lot of players. I'm not sure we should be using Northwestern as a beacon for great basketball, even no. even if they did win their first game over a, a number one ranked number team. One, number one team. But, yeah, it's uh, – it, boy, you look at their schedule, though. Woo. Remember those? Remember we were talking about the easy games? that they got to play early in the year. Yep. I said, Jace, Jace Frederick uh, tweeted this out, and he's right. Where are the cupcakes? You look at the last 20 or whatever it is, they don't have many easy ones. A lot of them on the road, too. So we'll see. Yeah, two-thirds of their games are on the road to, to end the season. And, and uh, against good teams, which is uh, – but, but hey, it's, uh, it's certainly uh, – Certainly a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be two weeks ago or three weeks, a couple of weeks ago when uh, I thought we, I thought it was headed for a disaster. And I, I, what uh, Connolly had to make a trade that bailed them out, right? He did made it made it look like Rudy Gobert was an asset. So Connolly might be the guy to do that for a year and a half, and then they'll have to by then they'll have to have found a new point guard. But yeah. 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 So our two winter teams here, I've realized the Wild and Wolves are very similar in the fact that there are some nights that you watch them and think, yeah, you know what? I can see it. They're pretty damn good. And then there's some nights where they disappear. And, mm-hmm. and, and like the end of that game in the Wolves game last night, where where you've got two guys who when they apply themselves, and, and McDaniels does a lot, but defensively, right, can be mm-hmm. absolutely marvelous. And you're like, why don't we see this a little bit more? And the well, wild, you, you, but the you, same you can't way. like play that level of clamp yes. defense for for no. two and a half hours, though. Or you no, but what you but what, but but what you can do is you can have a level of consistency that makes sense. This is the problem. I think this feels like you're dumping your wild problems yeah. on the Timberwolves. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, no, no. When I go to the Wolves, this team has an array of efforts and quality that is the exact same. 
Well, now that, now, now that they have an adult in you know the room what? and Mike Conley, no. hopefully that changes. Well, this I'm just so tired of, you can't expect this. You know what? No, I can. I can't expect um, a lot. Let me, there's two points I want to make, none of which ratify what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> two, thing, two things I'd like to say. Anthony Edwards had a period in the first half when they had no chance to stop him, and he knew it. He got to the basket, what, five or six times in a row almost? And uh, his ability, when he gets inside to not run people over and move and move out of a way and get out of a tough predicament, they were trying to double-team him when he got in the lane, and he still got to the basket. Uh, so that's my point A. And before I forget this, last night I happened upon – the Chicago Bulls postgame show. It's an NBC uh, yep. sports regional, I believe. Yes. And there were three guys on there. This is their BSN, right? The postgame show. They disemboweled them for 20 minutes. Really? They ripped, oh, they ripped yes. them about, they ripped <laughs> them a three-guy panel. They ripped them about yes. Abbott. We see this every night. Billy Dunneman keeps saying the same thing. He has to say what he An old white guy, I think it's the guy who used to be general manager, and then uh, a, a couple of younger brothers, one of who's played for him. And it was just, it was like 20 minutes of John on crack, you know, it was just, just absolutely bashing the, the hell out. They do the same. The hell out of them. It was amazing. It, w- it wasn't quite like post-game twins. Uh, they lost nine no, to two, yeah. but uh, <laughs> yes, right. Nick Gordon had a double in the fourth yes, inning. Yeah. yeah. Coming yeah. up next to great catch. Gordon <laughs> remains hot. 14 to yeah. one. Gordon remains hot. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that second period power play? We're going to yes. go back through it because it's the only damn hot. It was great. They, they got now three all, shots off. It was crazy. We all love him, and we never turn it off when we have the opportunity to see Lodge in the postgame show. But because you never know what you, you know what you're going to hear, but how it's going to be delivered is always uh, interesting. Yeah, but that's amazing. Lodge would not make the Bulls. Uh, post-game show after another disappointing defeat. <laughs> there, you know who else is killing the Bulls? Joe Cowley. Oh, the, God. Uh, the beat runner. Is he still off Twitter? He definitely... Uh... No, he was back on the other day. He was okay. back on the other day, and he said, he said, I'm a... He said, I've been accused of being a consistent Zach Levine basher. Or a... Or a occasional bashes and he said no i'm a full-time zach levine basher because <laughs> he doesn't play defense what happened to him he wasn't a bad defensive wasn't we didn't he defense has he, always been kind of optional optional with him. With him. He, yeah. he doesn't play it at all anymore i guess it's, so but it was uh, man it was instructive <laughs> it was it was like you know, it was us guys sitting in Teresa's talking about a local team, you know, it was, brutal. it was brutal. And you know what? I'm sure, like, I don't know if they have to fight battles with their, their team partners. They probably do. But more people are going to watch that than. Oh, certainly, you know. certainly. You are, you are certainly expressing the fans' view in that case. Yeah. Now, by the way, the uh, I was looking at the Wolves fans and. 
it did almost blow a 26 point lead here. I mean, it was a, it, did, was yeah. a, it was a fun finish, but some guy said, thank you to Gerson Rosas. Uh, he got us Jordan and Pippen, you know, Anthony Edwards and, and, uh, McDaniels, uh, that's the glue guy. I think that might be a little overstating it. A little overstating it. The, the Jordan part, particularly. But uh, Jade anyway. McDaniel's is totally Pippin. But we'll see. The jury's yes, out. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a lot closer. But Jordan is. Uh, uh, I think we all share this. The NBA, and you see it from Luca too. By the way, the NBA. Uh, we we worry a lot about attitude, but. Uh, there's not often when you worry about it with Anthony Edwards. I do see some people say, why isn't he, you know, Joe's Joe's. I didn't he do that every night. That's, that's what you're doing here. Such Jed is uh, why doesn't he do that every night? I thought he was, uh, I thought he was magnificent last night and, and added defense too. And it was, it was a very fun tilt. To be clear. I do not expect him to, I'm talking about the team as a whole. Okay. We, we get various l- levels from this team, and my point is they fluctuate too much. There's mm-hmm. a happy, I don't expect you to play great. I do expect you to give a damn more consistently than both teams do at times. But mm. Ant is not the problem. Ant and no. Kaprizov are not the problems. I'm not okay. star-picking here. I'm picking on the next group of guys. Name names. Come on. Call them out. Call their asses out. I think D'Lo, I, I mean, D'Lo is a, a skilled player. But in, in that the first game, the Wolves got kind of drubbed. But I think last night was a great example of, Okay, yeah. you have an adult in the room who mm-hmm. understands how to get the ball yeah. to other people. When the ball comes back to him, he'll knock down an open three, and and he understands instead of pouting and getting mad because Gobert, you know, bobbled a pass out of bounds or something. Now mm-hmm. he's worth. I'm not going to pass to him anymore. No, we're going to go back to him because he's you know he's seven no. foot three. Like <laughs> it's, an no. adult no. in the room is what you saw last night. Now I don't think anybody on the Wolves bus was dancing down the aisle of the team bus uh, singing Jimmy Crack Horn like Puck was when he, uh, leading the team in a chorus of Jimmy Crack Horn when they traded Ron Davis. They were leaving the they were leaving for the, they were leaving for the airport and Puck was running up and down the aisles, you know, because he used to always hum Jimmy Crack Horn when he pitched Ron Davis and Puck was leading the team in a raucous and wonderful uh, a send-off tune of this. I don't think anybody was doing that with D'Lo, but I don't think they missed that. I don't think they missed having yeah. a guy like that around you. Uh, we'll see, Joe, by no. the way. No. We'll I mean, see, they, they, they miss his, They miss his, his three-point uh, hot stretch for, for two months. Yes, but, yes I mean, they do. Conley can hit threes, too, so. Yeah. Anyway, that was uh, it's a uh, it's this team has uh, created a better attitude with the fans than I certainly ever expected them to be able to. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, what, on the on the wild side, I need to know uh, the context of so so Kaprizov comes out after the game and says, "All right, we uh, we need to get in there." I think he used the word uh, "greasy" and "gritty" in the same sentence. We need more greasy, dirty. grimy, gritty, dirty, yeah. soiled yeah. goals is what we need. Yeah. Rebounds, rebounds is basically what he's saying, right? Translation: The rest of you guys suck, so work hard. <laughs> Don't try to be yeah. me. That's the translation. I'll you, handle the skill. You guys just stand yeah. around and put in there's, the rebounds. There's nothing worse than a bunch of muckers who think they're good. <laughs> <laughs> 
say uh, <clears throat> Greenway. Oh. Big ox. Been hurt a lot. Now he's back. Is he doing anything? No. Nope. No, What's he's been it? terrible. Was he too slow? Is it attitude? What is it? I think it's a combination, but I think it is more probably upstairs. He's just mm-hmm. not. He, you know what? We always thought that at some point in time he would mature and, you know, consistently start to play hard, and he just doesn't. He just doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's it's hopeless now. Like, he just doesn't. I, he's got to be gone. It doesn't help them at all. Like, he's this big guy, and they won't scratch him. Dean won't scratch him. You know, Dean's scratching Sam Steele last night, who's fine on the fourth line. But the problem is Dean has to get pushed to the point of such ir- irritation before he scratches a, a guy. He could have scratched Dumba two months before he did, and he won't do it. So, And I do think that the head coach, I'm going to tell you this right now, needs to be a long, hard look. When this season's done, I'm taking a long Oh, I know. We were all in on Dean only two weeks ago. Um, I don't think I said I was. I was mm-hmm. I was holding my tongue, but mm-hmm. the more I the the more I see the lack of um the more I see Dean think that things will solve themselves, the more I get suspicious. Hmm. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Wow! I didn't. Uh-huh. I, I didn't is that know a, is that a calling for a head, or what? How would you categorize <laughs> what you just said? Are you calling for his head, or are you just putting him on like I'm putting him on the hot seat? I don't know. If Declan, I don't know if Declan watches enough wild hockey to make that declaration. I don't think either Phil and or Phil or I do to uh, join you in that. I just, exactly. I, I kind of enjoy Dean. I, I'm very impressed with Dean's look of disgust when yes. something he doesn't like happens. I, that's what I kind of like. I like the fact that the hockey is the remaining sport where a, a coach is still allowed to look with complete disgust at his team. We can't do that in the NBA. We can't do that in the NFL. We can't do that in baseball. But in hockey, you can still see the steam rising from their head when something bad happens. And Dean Dean has a very lordly, you know, gray gray look to him that the steam just comes right off. It's it's great to watch. Dean's got those eyes, too. Dean's got the eyes that that say, I would kill you if I could. Hey, he's a young Bud Grant. He's got the crew guy. You know, he's got the short hair, short gray silver hair, and the same gray countenance. Not quite the same steely eyes, but uh, close. Mm -hmm. Bud would have been a great hockey coach, wouldn't he? He yeah, Bud, Bud pier- Grant. He yes. could have pierced them. Could he would have pierced yes. being right down there? And, uh, you, know. you know what? I got to make one other thing I want to say. 
You know what I'm missing this winter? I don't hate Duke anymore. Yeah. I don't look up. I'd look up the score and see that they lost, and it doesn't. It doesn't. Doesn't do anything. Doesn't lift my spirits. It doesn't really. I don't care. I realize it was just Chishevsky and nothing else. That's, you know, I hear Mike Chishevsky is uh, in a pickleball league. Maybe you can go check out like if he <laughs> loses a pickleball him. match, you can uh, didn't, take didn't some satisfaction. Duke and Carolina play a couple of weeks ago, and they were both unranked. Yes. They were both unranked. Yeah, they're both unranked. Well, what's the point? Uh, hey, Louisville in Kentucky. Louisville one and thirteen in the ACC. Three and twenty-two overall, and ranked two hundred ninety-sixth or something like that. I I read I was reading an SI piece on this, and everybody's madder than hell at Calipari too. They've lost nine games, and they're on the bubble for the NCAA tournament. There are seven college teams in Kentucky, and none of them might be in the tournament this year. Even you know all of them. I mean, they've they've had years when four or five of them were in there, but. they said they say there's a uh, the SI story three and a half miles from the Yum Center across the border in Ohio. There's a betting parlor you can go bet, and they say Louisville fans are coming in there in all their Louisville gear and betting and with, betting with both fists on Louisville to lose and not cover the point <laughs> spread. <laughs> because they started this year, they didn't cover in the first nine games or something. Wow. Because wow. it, it, it took the bookies a long time to admit to themselves, this team is terrible. Yeah. And and Kentucky, you know, was uh, rated four in the country when the year started. And they were one in the, uh, what, who's the guy that does the rating? Oh, the, Joe uh, Lenardi or the yeah, or Tom, yeah. or Ken Palm? Ken, no, Palm, Ken Palm. They were number yeah. one in Ken Palm, and they're on the bubble to make the tournament, and everybody in Lexington is We should ban in college basketball and college football. No preseason rankings at all. These are yes. 19-year-old kids. Let them play in basketball. Let them play until, like, the middle of January, and then rank teams. Uh, and, do and a, do an ESPN them. special if you want to. Then rank them every two weeks. I mean, Alabama's number one. Purdue was terrible. They're not. I mean, their guards are no good. They were number one. They get beat. Now they look and say, okay, who's the last team not to lose? Right. It's Alabama. So we're going <laughs> to Houston. Houston was number one. They were, you know, greedy Houston. They beat Tulsa like 56 to 54 or something like that. And, uh, and stayed number one. And that's, you think that's the number one team in the country? It's yeah. they're It's awful. Problem is, I don't care anymore. That's mm-hmm. my problem. College basketball used to be fun, like you, and you would dip in in March, and it would be great. I don't know. I don't know that I can now get get excited for the tournament based on the fact that the teams that traditionally are fun to hate, to your point on Duke, are gone, mm-hmm. and and it's also just awful. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's hard to watch. I've tried to watch some. It's just hard to watch. Meanwhile, our fighting gulfs apparently aren't going to play tonight because they're uh, tomorrow, tomorrow yeah. night, because there was a shooting at Michigan State on yeah. the campus. So was it there was fatal? A, was it there, fatal? Yes, at least a few. I don't know all the details, but there and there's one woman, a 21 year old student. She's on campus for this shooting. She was also in the building for Sandy Hook in 2012. My so. goodness. Whew. Anyway, so yeah, they're not gonna. 
Anyway, by the way, uh, if you want to watch good college basketball, right. the St. Thomas Tommies are battling. They're a good game above 500 in conference, and you can find them this Saturday at home against Western Illinois. I don't even know if we're scheduled to give this plug, Declan. That's okay. You can find all those games on 1500ESPN.TommySports.com. Hey, and they gave highly rated uh, uh, Oral Roberts the power uh, the power of the league, the team that made a tournament run. They battled the other night. They lost at home to them, but uh, I think it was 85-75, something like that. And they were close to them at the end. They got the best freshman guard in town, I can tell you that. This kid from... Uh, this kid from uh, Milwaukee is is better than uh, either the any of the Gopher freshmen. He'd be the starting point guard for the Minnesota Gophers, which is not, not the highest bar, praise yeah. possible. <laughs> I mean, that's not like saying uh, that's not like saying we have Pippen and Jordan. It's no. not like saying that. I'm just saying he would uh, he would uh, be a lot more fun to watch than uh, what we're seeing uh, from the. Uh, Golden Gophers. That's yep. for sure. Maybe, maybe at some point Ben Johnson can uh, pluck some St. Thomas players and uh, make a run mm. in the Big Ten. So. Hey, who did the, the the St. Thomas hockey team beat? Uh, they had a Northern big. Uh, maybe had a had a win. Uh, they're they're winning a few games this year. They're gonna. Yeah. I was talking to the uh, last week. I was talking to Mike Carroll, who's the Gustavus uh, Division Three women's hockey coach, but uh, comes from a big long hockey family. He thinks St. Thomas is going to be a hockey power. He said, yeah. "Oh yeah." He said, "He said they're going to get those kids that are going to St. Cloud and Bemidji and places like that. Mm-hmm. The, the Twin Cities kids, you're going to get a chance because they have scholarships in hockey. And you know when they get fully funded with scholarships, he said you got a chance to go get that St. Thomas education or go up and to Bemidji and uh, play the same schedule. It's." Uh, he thinks a couple of years they're going to be a powerhouse in hockey, and they get their new arena too. Pat, they, uh, their head coach Enrico Blase, who was at he was at Miami, Ohio forever before he took yes. the uh, St. Thomas job. Yes. And if you uh, if you love some culture, go go talk to Enrico Blase about the brotherhood at Miami, Ohio. That was all about the culture. That was all about uh, unity and family and one. Oh, good. That's good. Hey, Enrico was uh, Rico, By the way. They'd take him back at Miami. Have yeah, you they, seen? Uh, have you seen how horrible they are? And they're the worst college football, hockey team in the country since they fired him. You and I, all the way, know should know this much about college hockey. We should. I'm going to I'm going to St. Cloud because I mean, if I'm going to play puck, I want to drink too, and I have a much <laughs> better, I have a far true better. Chance. I don't think that I don't think that's a problem of Bemidji either. I'm, I'm no, guessing. no, you're probably it right about not. that. St. Thomas, I would guess it might be a problem. They got one of the Saratori <laughs> brothers as a coach up there. They yep. might have a beer with you. Oh that's a, they're the, they're, <laughs> like the, one of, they're some of the great Iron Rangers of all time. Him <laughs> and Frank out in the Air Force. Those guys are both nuts. So it's uh, you know. That's a that's the upset of undignified Frank Saratori getting to coach Air Force for like fifteen years. Yeah. He, he, how he how he maintained enough decorum to stay there? We don't have any idea. Yeah. All right, Pat. We got to run. We got uh, we got Doogie waiting to unleash some uh, some scoops here, and so we'll catch you later this week. All right, because we're only like three weeks away from the NHL trade deadline, right? And then the playoffs start in four, right? That's about oh, all that. Oh, yeah, we're going till June. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. Wow. All right. right. See you. All right, see you, Pat. All right, wrapping with Royce. Royce Unchained podcast feed. You can find uh, all of Pat's work and ramblings.